Welcome to the Octo Podcast, everybody. Extra, extra read all about it, ladies and gentlemen. We got trades going crazy. Um, the deadline was just absolutely nuts this year. Um, totally forgot about it, to be honest. Like I, I remember I hearing names coming up <clears throat> a lot more, but did not realize it was the actual date for the deadline uh, was this week or last week. So a lot of trades rolled in. Um, I think there was some, a number like out. There was like ten on the deadline, the most uh, ever. So I thought it was. Kind of, I thought there was a lot, and then I heard that, and I was like, "Oh, that makes that makes a lot of fucking sense, actually." Um, so to go through, we'll go actually go through all the trades, talk about all the games from last week. We went eleven and five, boys. Eleven and five. It was our best week. Let me. Let me. No, we went eleven and four. Excuse me. Still our best week, eleven and four. Um, we'll go through the games, get our picks in, try to keep this streak going here of back-to-back weeks on picks. Um, <clears throat> Thursday night we had the Ravens Broncos. Oh my God, Broncos! Uh, we had the Ravens and the Buccaneers. Uh, Ravens took the win there. We started one and zero. Uh, 27-22, we talked about that game. Our first game Sunday was the, uh, we had the Broncos and the Jags. Pretty decent game. Um, Travis Etienne looked, he was on fire. Russell Wilson was doing pretty good. Manageable. Um, you know, better than what he's been looking, uh, recently. But he still throws a pick. Um, but... Kind of got in touch with Judy and, and Greg Dolch. Uh, but the Jaguars hung around. Can't seem to find a win. They can't seem to win the close the close games, right? They just lost to the Giants uh, right at the goal line. Um, they'll lose to Denver. This one was close. Uh, they just don't have it. whatever it is that gets them over the, the, the hump to win these games at the end. Whatever for whatever reason they seem to lose the close ones, um, you know. But I think they've looked good, and you you know may worry about uh, trading James Conner. How's that running game going to look? I thought Etn was outstanding. Uh, they just kind of got to get uh, Trevor Lawrence comfortable in the pocket, throwing the ball downfield, and I, and, and being able to rely on him more in the offense, and not. Uh, have to to run the ball just to have success but nonetheless the Broncos kind of kind of get back on track we'll see if it amounts to anything but they get a win in London to to snap their losing streak Falcons and the Panthers this one was winner takes first place the Dirty Birds snuck one out and I tell you what they should have lost the game twice they had two there was two chances where this game should have been the Panthers to to have and they kind of choked so they throw that that wild hail mary or whatever <clears throat> to DJ Moore, who kind of went off, but big part of it was that reception. Um, he he makes an outstanding grab, does has an outstanding play, and for whatever reason decides to take his helmet off and talk trash, and they get a penalty, which led to them missing the extra point, which kept it at thirty four thirty four instead of thirty five thirty four. So it, right there, it should just been over. Keeps it alive. 
Um, they go to overtime. Atlanta gets the ball first, throws a pick, sets Carolina right up for the win. They miss the fucking field goal. Eddie Money, Eddie Pinheiro misses the field goal. Atlanta gets the ball, proceeds to drive down and win the game. Young Way Koo gets a field goal, win the game. So, credit for Atlanta sticking to it. You know, had chances to lose the game, and Carolina didn't take the, the chances to win. Uh, so, you you take what you can get, and they, they stuck with it. Uh, Carolina kicking themselves. Could be in first place, uh, but they're not. We're looking good now with Cordell Patterson getting ready to come back. I think we're going to be without A.J. Terrell again, but <clears throat> we get Patterson back. That'll help. Uh, Mariota just got to keep the turnovers. The turnovers are killing Mariota. And the picks, he's got to cut that out. Otherwise, I mean, he's 20 for 28, 253, three touchdowns. If he doesn't have two picks, he's MVP. But uh, we're in first place. Dirty Birds are in first. Didn't think I'd be saying that at all this year, but fuck it. Let's go. Um, kept it rolling with the Cowboys and Bears. Cowboys just fucking annihilated the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, what the hell do you want? They score, They haven't been scoring at all. Offensively, the Bears were not very good. They finally get 29 points and still lose by 20. I mean, if you're Justin Fields, you're like, man, what what else do you want from me, dude? Uh, no weapons. Like now he's got now, he's, now they got the trade, the big trade. That was huge um, for Chase Claypool. So that's that's gonna be big for them. But man, that's that's a bad look. You know, you finally put up 29 points and then you gut punch. You lose to the Cowboys still by 20. Cowboys keep rolling, man. They they look good. With Dak Prescott or not, Tony Pollard looked good filling in for Zeke. A buck thirty-one and three touchdowns had himself a fucking day. He was letting he was fucking eating, man. Um, credit to him for being ready. <clears throat> kind of just getting Prescott better and better each week, getting getting looking better, um, getting comfortable in there again. Cowboys six and two, tough. Bears fall to three and five. Uh, Dolphins and Lions. This one was, you know, interesting. Kind of a a gear up game, you know, to his second game back. Still getting into the feel of things. He was on fire. Tore it up. The the Lions, you know, kept it a game at the first half, but then finally the the Dolphins were able to seal it. But mostly in part with Tyreek Hill, twelve catches, a buck eighty eight. Waddled still Batman. He's the Robin to Tyreek Hill. Eight for one oh six. He gets all the touchdowns. Two touchdowns for him. Dolphins played lights out. I mean, they're they're looking to get back in the groove and and keep it moving again. See if they can still get that division. You know, they falling back with Tua being out, but still can have a shot to get the division. Catch Buffalo, but Buffalo doesn't seem like they're slowing down. Uh, the Lions just. They're being the Lions, man. There's not much to say there, but just couldn't find a way to, to get it, pull it out. No, I mean, they get goose-egged in the second half. Couldn't couldn't pull it out. Uh, Dolphins go to five and three. Lions one and six. Uh, you got the Cardinals and the Vikings, and this one kind of played out kind of what I thought it was going to be. Um, you know, Cardinals just getting D-hop back and going and all that, uh, but... No match for the Vikings. More complete team. 
you know, 111 on the the ground from Cook, 40 for Madison. They both had touchdowns. Kirk Cousins had a rushing touchdown, two passing. Um, Jefferson had 98, 67 from Thielen. So, I mean, they're just complete. And they also had four sacks, three from Zadarius Smith. He went off, had himself a game. Uh, and like I said, two picks. Just can't make too that many mistakes against a, a complete team like Minnesota and expect to win for the Cardinals. Still wildly inconsistent, one of the most inconsistent teams this year. Hard to pick games with them, but uh, Vikings 6-1, and one, they keep fucking rolling. That NFC North looks like that's theirs to lose right now, easily. Um, Raiders Saints, this one. Boy, I didn't know who, I, I really didn't know I, I was thinking the Raiders would play a little bit better than this, but man, to get totally fucking 24-0 skunk by the Saints team that has not been themselves, gonna have no Michael Thomas the rest of the year, fuck, that is a bad look, you have one of the best receivers in the league, you know, a guy went to college with the quarterback, there's a, already a good rapport there between the two, and he thought everything was gonna be fine and dandy, they look like shit, I'm not even gonna lie, the Raiders look like complete dog shit. You know, no Darren Waller makes it tough. Josh Jacobs not really getting anything going on the ground. And it was Alvin Kamara all day long. Three touchdowns, one by, you know, one by land and two by fucking air. He was killing him either way. He's FedEx, got the air, ground, got it all. Um, on the other side, just nothing. I mean, nothing. Carr for 101 yards and a pick, no touchdown. He got replaced by Jared Stidham. Running game was non-existent. Josh Jacobs was the only one of the four people that carried the ball to gain positive yards, but he was 10 for only 43 yards, so just non-existent. Adams, one catch, three yards. He's got to be thinking, well, I came here for this shit. Uh, just fucking wild. They got embarrassed by New Orleans. Um, Patriots Jets. This was the one I had marked down here where I said this could be a trap. It felt like a trap game for the Jets. They come in rolling, but they're young and, and don't know, you know, Patriots been there, done that. They got that really good defense and I called it, got it. Patriots get the win. I mean, the Jets might've been the better team, but you know, no run game. You know, first, this is the first week without Brees Hall. The Michael Carter and James Robinson just getting back. He's James Robinson just getting over there for the from the trade, so you're not gonna. It's not gonna be all great there. So I, you know, maybe next week they'll look a little bit better. Um, but I, I just felt sense this one with the Jet or the Patriots. They just don't do anything great, but they don't do anything poorly. They they're just consistently right in the fucking middle. Um, and it just felt like a game that they. They were set up to take, and they did. Nice win for New England to keep their you know season going, four and four, in a tough division. They'd be lucky to get a wild card. Jets trying to get that. They're trying to keep be pace with the Jets to get a wild card. Next, we had the Eagles and Steelers. Not going to say much. The Eagles took care of business. This was uh, just AJ Brown going off. He had six for one fifty six and three. That's right, not one, not two, but three touchdowns. Um, Steelers just stink. They're, you know, selling some of the pieces. Not not good for them right now. Whether it's Mitch Trubisky, whether it's uh, Kenny Pickett, doesn't matter. They stink. Point blank. Period. They haven't stunk in a long time, but they they stink. Two and six. Eagles still undefeated. 
Next, we have the Titans-Texans. Titans taking care of business against the Texans. Derrick Henry doing more of what he does against the Texans. I mean, he has six 200-yard games, rushing yard games. Four of them have been against the Texans. Um, 219 and two touchdowns. That's all it was. It was Derrick Henry beating the shit out of the Texans single-handedly. <laughs> kind of wild. Commanders-Colts. Uh Taylor Heineke outduels Sam Ellinger in his first start. Looked all right. No picks, no touchdowns. Mm. Not much there. Just kind of, eh. They lose by one at the you know last seconds. The, the commanders pull one off. So I don't, and that was kind of like the whatever bowl for me. It, either way, didn't really matter. Both teams kind of just in a downward spiral right now. Um, 49ers Rams 49ers kind of beat the beat the piss out of the Rams 31 to 14 uh McCaffrey get, got traded from the Carolina Panthers and, and and brought into the 49ers everyone thought oh my goodness finally he doesn't have to be the you know the everything guy he'll have a load off he'll be, he'll be able to relax psych first real week full week as a 49er he th- rushes for a touchdown Gets a receiving touchdown and th- and actually throws for a 34-yard touchdown. So, still doing it all, just in a different jersey. But, you know, this is going to be scary now. The 49ers are a real contender. They are going to be a real threat. I didn't expect them to be this season, but the emergence of Jimmy G back. And, you know, he goes 21 for 25, 235, and two touchdowns. And he's just not going to lose you a game. He's not going to wow you with his stats. He's just going to go out, perform, and, and go home. He comes in, punches in, does his work, punches out, goes home. And I mean, it's it is what it is. And you put weapons around him, and to, he just has to dump it off to him, and they make all the moves. He's in the perfect system. It's it's the perfect marriage for that 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 scheme. He's an athletic enough to make plays when need be. But 49ers are gonna be scary now with this McCaffrey and their defense getting healthy. Finally, I don't know. Could be a sneaky good team. I think they could win that division, take it from Seattle. But, you know, Seattle does win. I speak of the next game against the Giants. They did win. I had the G-men. I had to to pick them this game. But Seattle just keeps rolling. Uh, Again, it's not necessarily pretty, but they can go toe-to-toe with teams. And and they're they're kind of a surprising team at 5-3, to be honest. They're sitting in first place. Um, But Giants would be all right. They're 6-2. <clears throat> They'll bounce back. Uh, Green Bay and the Bills, and Green Bay continues to go down, down, down. They're just flat out not good. It, it just doesn't really seem to matter. Granted, the Bills are probably the, the top team other than the Eagles, but damn, Green Bay is – what's going on? They, I mean, they have issues. They have real issues, but maybe they can find a way with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. They, they got to figure something out. But they lose to the Bills. Bills go six and one, twenty-seven to seventeen. Packers now at three and five, and the Vikings are six and one. So good luck catching them. I don't know. Uh, and then Monday Night Football was kind of a big, big shock. Uh, Browns, Bengals, Browns, thirty-two, thirteen, just just took it to the fucking Bengals. I mean, it was bad. They couldn't block for Burrow. Uh, no Jamar Chase, and they seemed like they had no offense. Uh, couldn't run. They're down. Had to abandon the run. And 
it felt, you know, you, the Browns are a team where if they get up on you and they can run and, you know, they'll do damage. But if you take the, if you take them out early and get up to an early lead and, and limit their ability to run the ball, the, the opportunity they have to run the ball, you got a, you got a shot to beat them. But fell right into their trap and took care of business. So, yeah, we go 11-4 in the week eight picks, our best week, trying to duplicate it or better in week nine but before we get to the picks i do want to go through the trades kind of talk about them see which ones i like i don't like which ones that didn't even make any type of sense but it all kind of started here um with the falcons sending deon jones to the browns um this kind of makes sense for both sides the browns kind of try them out and see what they get the falcons wanted to get rid of the contract you know it wasn't really playing well for us recently and at all this year has not got to play so had his first game with the browns but monday night but worked out for both teams um then he had robbie anderson cry out of his way out of carolina because they stink didn't want to be a part of it so they found a partner in arizona um good good for arizona i don't know if he really does anything with d hop coming back it's kind of like if you might have would have did that a, a tad bit sooner it would have made sense but not so much now i don't who, who cares if he even sees the field now we already talked about McCaffrey. We know about McCaffrey going to, uh, to the Panthers. I love that move. Um, and a good move for Carolina. You know, they get a second and a third and a fourth this year and the uh, fourth next year. Good for them. Uh, Brees Hall injury that sends James Robinson to the Jets from Jacksonville. We know about that. I think that'll work out, you know, give him a week or two. Another week or two with them. He'll be fine. Um, Robert Quinn. To the Eagles from Chicago for a fourth-round pick. I thought this was kind of expensive for Philly. Fourth-round pick for a guy that's, you know, veteran guy. It's been around. You know, does have the experience. I get all that. Has not even done really much anything this year. If you look at his numbers, um, nothing much there at all. So, I, I, I don't know. Fourth-round pick, I think you'd be able to get a guy like that for a team that's not playing very well for a sixth, fifth or sixth. I don't, I, I don't like a fourth. Too expensive for me. Um, the Chiefs got Kadarius Tony. I thought that was a good move. I thought, the, you know, Giants kind of pulled the plug early for me on Kadarius Tony. I think he's still, you know, it's just injuries. He can bounce back. Nothing too serious. He bounced back. He'll be all right. I think he'll be fun. The Chicago Bears. They had a lot of trades. You know, they made a, a couple big splashy moves. To start it off, they traded Roquan Smith to the Baltimore Ravens for A.J. Klein, a second-round pick, and a fifth-round pick, both for this year. Now, to me, this makes no sense for the Bears. How do you not pay a generational talent that's just the heart and soul of your defense? I don't know. They trade him um, to the fucking Ravens, who have Patrick Queen, Calais Campbell. Um, the front seven's going to be nasty, dude. Their front seven is going to be pretty fucking scary. Uh, wow. How do they pull this off? Baltimore's going to be really set. Um, and then and Roquan be the next. I thought he's going to be the next Barry. He's going to be the next great uh, Raven linebacker following the old um, Ray Lewis footsteps. I thought Patrick Queen was doing that, but no. Both of them going to do it. Fuck it. Dumb, dumb. For me, I'm just gonna say this is a flat-out dumb trade. The Bears have a hundred, all this, all this money and cap, but you're not paying anybody. What does it matter if you're not paying anybody? You have a quarterback on a rookie deal, which allows you to spend money to pay guys other than the QB position until his deal comes up. 
you're not doing that. So you're not going to win now when you have the best chance to financially. So then when Fields has time comes up, you either have to not pay him or you're going to pay him and then can't pay nobody else. So whatever you have is just kind of stuck with. Makes no fucking sense. Pay pay the best damn, I would say best linebacker in the league, arguably. I, what are you saving the money for? If you're a Bears fan, you got to be going, okay, I understand we didn't pay A-Rob. I kind of get that one. But now we're not paying Roquan Smith, our, our fucking star middle linebacker. What are we doing? I mean, seriously, what are we doing? So, I I don't get it. And you did it for a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick, dog? Come on. Speaking of goofy trades, the fucking Lions sent TJ Hawkinson to the, the Minnesota Vikings. They sent, Actually, they sent TJ Hawkinson in a fourth-round pick to the Vikings to get a second and a third. A second for this year and a third for next. That is the most boneheaded, bizarre trade I've ever seen. TJ Hawkinson was a rising young talent at tight end. Uh, been one of the best playmakers at, on the team since he's been there. And they trade him to an NFC North rival who's 6-1 and one and on fire. And I'm sure he's glad now to be on a winning organization. He's going to be great with Kirk Cousins. He's going to be amazing in Minnesota. You now have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, TJ Hawkinson, and Dalvin Cook. Watch out. Minnesota's going to be scary good. Detroit is a still a dumpster fire. Now back to Chicago, where they uh, then traded a second-round pick that they might have just gotten for Roquan Smith to trade with the Pittsburgh Steelers and get go out and get Chase Claypool. I actually like this move. Stud young receiver. Um... Pair him up with Justin Fields. That's cool. Him and Mooney be all right. Montgomery, Herbert. You know, you need to upgrade the offensive line. Your offense is set. Defensively, you now have to fill the biggest gap ever in Roquan Smith. Um, you need some D-line. D needs to be revamped. It's all got to be reworked for the, for the Bears. But I do like that move. I'll give him credit. Um, the Steelers then went and got William Jackson, which I don't understand. They're getting going out and signing a veteran corner. I'm not even going to talk much about this. This is dumb as hell. They just went out and got a veteran corner, and they stink, dude. They're acting like they're good. They're not good. Why are you going and signing, trading for William Jackson? He had a better chance of being on the Commanders. To get, you know, he'd been a better team. I don't know, Steelers. That makes no sense. Um, then the, the another big one, Miami goes and gets Bradley Chubb for a first, fourth, and Chase Edmonds. Um, so Denver's, you know, making a move to get rid of him. Got a really good package in return. Can't blame him for making that trade. And it helps Miami. They, they're, you know, they're trying to win now, and that's a big fucking move there. And they signed him to a long-term extension, so shout out to them. You know, see how Bradley Chubb plays. New environment might be good for him. Um, Atlanta makes a big trade. We trade Calvin Ridley to the Jags, which is interesting. He is suspended still for the rest of the year for betting on the, the Jags-Falcons game last year. Um, you know, we're going to get a fifth and a second next year, which isn't bad. I'll take it. Um, for a guy that everyone knew we wanted to trade last year and couldn't, and he's suspended, I'll take it. And Jacksonville gets a really good wide receiver. Let's not forget this guy is a fucking stud. He'll be great for Trevor Lawrence next year. If he's still quarterback, but you know Jacksonville's gonna be gonna have a lot of weapons next year when you insert Calvin Ridley. So 
good for both of us. We, you know, we got something out of it, and you know, they get a really good playmaker. Uh, the Dolphins added Jeff Wilson for a fifth from San Francisco. That's a good piece, a good weapon on the backfield for them. Um, Naheem Hines goes to the Bills for Zach Moss and a fifth round pick. Great move for the Bills, but they've been looking to get a running back to get Naheem Hines. Uh, quick back, super fast, can do, you know, catch the ball, do it all. They need somebody like that. So good move for the Bills. Um, and then Atlanta was in two more trades. We went out and got a corner, uh, Rashad Felton, for the, for the, the Chiefs for a seventh-round pick. Nice. We need depth there. We need corners, you know, against the Bengals. You see what happened. We had three guys out. So, and then we traded Dean Marlowe for a seventh round pick to the Bills. So we got our seventh round pick back. So, nothing too crazy. But, you know, all them trades, you know, a lot of trades, one of the most since they've been, since the deadline, you know, that's one, that's the most. And it was like 10. So, a lot of ones that were kind of head stratchers, too. It just seemed like they were getting rid of guys just to get rid of them. Makes no sense to me. But, TJ Hawkinson one just really didn't make any sense. Um, so moving along, week nine, we're going to go through, make our picks, see who we like, don't like, um, had the Thursday, we had the Thursday night game, we took the Eagles, Eagles did beat the Texans, made it interesting at first, but they took care of business, got the job done, 29-17 Eagles, they are 8-0, and alright, got that out of the way, okay, first I want up is the Chargers and the Falcons, this one is interesting, you know, two teams kind of Slow starting, trying to get things going. One, you know, Chargers four and three, Falcons four and four. No AJ Terrell, like I said earlier, for the Falcons, but they will be getting back uh, team MVP Cordell Patterson, Mister Do It All. Um, that's that's going to be huge. Uh, also noting that the Chargers are going to be without Mike Thomas and Keenan Allen, so you know we might be out a corner, but damn, they're out two starting receivers. So that's going to, just for the injuries, you know, if the key to me is Atlanta stopping Austin Eckler. If they can stop Austin Eckler, take him away. Now with two big weapons out, it's going to be tough. So I'm going to go with Atlanta in this one. Just because the Chargers are missing two star receivers, it's going to be hard on them. And it's going to be a close game. We're getting some weapons back. And we are missing one corner, but now we're not missing everybody now. So uh, Dolphins, Bears. You know, Bears looking better at, uh, scoring-wise, but Still losing by 20. The Cowboys, Dolphins kind of looking, putting everything together, man. They're, they're going to be tough. You know, Bradley Chubb, Tyreek Hill going off Waddle. They're a complete team. The Bears are, you know, one team's on the up, one team's on the down. I'm taking the team on the up. Elevator going up. That's the Dolphins. I'm riding with Miami Dolphins. Um, Bengals, Panthers. Who knows with the Bengals what's going on with the Panthers? I don't. This is a coin. This is my coin flip game. I don't know. You know the Panthers are they legit? You know they put up 34 against us. Could have won. Should have won. Whatever. Bengals are the playing up and down roller coaster ride of a team. They're four and four. You know just how they've been playing. Even uh, I'm gonna go Bengals on this one. I like the Bengals just as, as a better team. At some point they gotta get it going right. Consistently get it going. I hopefully. Uh, Packers, Lions. Dare I say I picked the Lions? I don't know. You know, fucking Packers are playing. You know, they lose this game. There might be fucking a riot in the streets in Green Bay if they lose to the fucking one and six Lions. So hold on to your 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 hats if you're a Packers fan because these fuckers lose. It's gonna be bad news, dude. It's gonna be real bad. Aaron Rodgers bear 
pulls his fucking shit together. You know, one in six lines, they got to get this win. Maybe this is a, a game they need to get on track. I don't know. But they got to figure it out. I'm taking the Packers in fear that the cheese heads go fucking nuts. I'm taking Green Bay to, to get a win here against the Lions. Uh, Colts, Patriots. Back in the day, this used to be a great fucking matchup because it was Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. You know, great matchups. Um, not so much this, this go-around. We're getting Mac Jones and, and who the fuck knows, the fucking water boys quarterbacking for the Colts this week. I don't know. You know, they're benching quarterbacks and going with guys that don't make any fucking sense. I don't know what they're doing. Um, for that reason, I'm going with the Patriots. More consistent team, even though it, no matter what's going on at quarterback, they're the more consistent team. Get it done. The Colts are just... I don't even know how the fuck they have three wins at this point. I, it, it amazes me the, the way they're going. I'm going to take the Patriots. I like their defense. Get the run game going with Ramon Stevenson. The way he's been playing has been consistent for him. And this is every everything about them is consistent. That's why they're four and four. Consistently going to be even. I take the Patriots. Uh, Bills Jets. Jets with the. And then they got stunned by the Patriots. The Bills keep on rolling. I think they keep on rolling against the Jets. You know, this would be a really good, fun matchup. This is going to be a really good game. I think it's a really close game, but then the Bills kind of pull away at the end, uh, just kind of showing them, like, hey, we're still the big brother here. You know, we're the, we're the big big bullies on the block. Um, but, you know, could be it's, it's going to be a good one. You know, the, the line is 11. They're giving 11 for, to Buffalo. But I think I think it'll be closer than what, the, what they suggest. We'll see. I got the Bills, though, either way. Um, Lion, uh, Lions. Vikings, Commanders, you know, coming off that win, I might have to take the Commanders. Just fucking kidding. I'm, not, I'm taking the Vikings. They're going to be disgusting. Look out for TJ Hawkinson now in the mix. You know, with his reps, I don't know how much he's going to be playing. Maybe next week he'll be better, but either way, the Vikings are a more complete team right now. I'm going to take Vikings all day. No brainer. Uh, Raiders, Jags, coin flip game here. Um, after the way the Raiders looked and performed, I don't know if I could pick them. Can't. Can't do it. Won't do it. I'm going to go with the Jags. They're at least consistently in games. At least I can say competitively that Jacksonville has been in these games. They just have not found a way to, to get these wins. I mean, it could be a whole different... You know, they, they could be 4-4 four and four potentially. Pretty, You know, two games for sure they could have got a win. And didn't. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Jags just because the Raiders. I mean, 24 nothing to the Saints, who ain't even that impressive right now. That's rough, dude. I'm taking Jags. Uh, Seahawks Cardinals. I originally was kind of going back and forth, and I and originally wanted to go Seahawks, but something tells me the you know just when I picked the Patriots game against the Jets, something tells me that the Cardinals. This is a trap game for the Seahawks. They're gonna come in. Trying to bounce back, get going, and the Cardinals at home. Just something my gut saying Cardinals. Um, even though they've been so wildly inconsistent, I think that's – I mean, there's just games where they look amazing. And then they're like, what the fuck is going on with the hell? I don't know if they could beat a college football team right now. Um, the Seahawks are kind of inconsistent as well just because of, you know, that they're not – no one really expected to be here, but it's just sometimes it's – they can score 30 and 40, and then sometimes they're not doing much. So 
Um, we'll see. I don't feel confident with this pick, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Cardinals on this one. Um, and a couple more here, uh, Rams and and Bucks, two teams that were we had high expectations. Everyone had high expectations for these two teams coming into the season, not expecting them to be three and four and three and five respectively. The the Bucks just haven't been good at all offensively. Um, have not found a way to get points on the board. You know, having just you know they've been having drives, but just not meaningful drives that mean it to get any points. Um, and, and the Rams just offensively it just seem like they can't do anything. They can't run the ball, so they're so they're so one sided. It's not even funny. Uh, pass the ball, Cooper Cooper Cup's about the only guy getting open. So I mean, they just they they just look off. You know. Rams are the Super Bowl champs, defending champs, and they don't look it at all. They don't look the part. Bucks just look like they're they're in off sync. You know, their defense is gassed because they're on, on the field so much, and it's a problem. So, um, with that said, I'm gonna take the Rams. I think you know they can find a way to win easier than the Bucks. The Bucks just seem to struggle, man, to earn any points. I will say they just they just struggled. To, to to try to earn any points, so I'm gonna go Rams. Um, then Sunday night Titans Chiefs could be an, this could be an interesting one. Some of the Chiefs are favored by twelve and a half. Um, wow, the disrespect. Uh, I'm gonna take the Chiefs though. I, I you know I have not been a buyer of the Tennessee Titans uh, program, and they potentially with uh, with starting Malik Willis again, no Tannehill potentially. Makes it tough, um, and if Derrick Henry gets stopped, he's not playing the Texans. It's the Chiefs, so I'm gonna go Chiefs. I like the Chiefs at home. Tough one for Malik Willis for sure. Then we wrap things up Monday night: Ravens Saints. Uh, to me, I think this will be a close one just because the Ravens like to keep games close for some whatever reason, even against teams they shouldn't. And there's, trust me, they shouldn't against the Saints. But the Saints are at home, so it might help them a little bit. But overall, I like the Ravens here. They're they're overall complete team. No Michael Thomas, no more for the Saints. Alvin Kamara is going to have to do everything, him and Jason Hill. And they they just don't have enough pieces on offense to keep up with anybody, especially not the Ravens. So that is our Week 9 picks. Again, we're trying to match the 11-4 week we had last week, or at least or do better. Um we're one and zero right now because we got the Eagles game, but I got the Falcons over the Chargers, the Dolphins over the Bears, Bengals over the Panthers, Packers over the Lions, Patriots over the Colts, Bills over the Jets, Vikings over the Commanders, Jags over the Raiders, Cardinals over the Seahawks, Rams over the Bucks, Chiefs over Titans, and Ravens over the Saints. So we shall see how that goes on. And oh, just a note, we actually did just have the uh, shout out the. Houston Astros winning the World Series. They just beat the uh, Phillies. Take take game six, end it, put it to bed. It's done. Astros, uh, you know, a lot of people are gonna give them shit for the cheating scandal shit, and probably not gonna give them credit. But hey, they do win in six. Astros get it done. The Cinderella story for the Phillies ends. Um, but yeah, Astros get it done. I thought the Phillies really had a shot. Came out of nowhere, but Cinderella has been put to bed, and that and the Astros take it. A lot of teams that this season that were thinking they had a shot 
Dodgers, Yankees, all these big fucking teams, and it comes down to the Astros and the Phillies. Phillies couldn't quite get it done. But we shall see a lot of a lot of interesting matchups in the NFL this week. Coming to a lot of good games. See how they play out. But as always, leave you with it. Love y'all. Peace.